Man, you're getting killed out there. <sighs> Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef? What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mickey. Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? Well, you can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute, the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Dueling Genre Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom Rom-Com, Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us, we have uh, Mark from DCEU Minute and Johnny from Austin Powers Minute. Welcome. Hey. Hello, hello. (laughs) Happy to have you guys, and uh, today we are going back to Minute 69, nice, Nice. which starts with uh, Ed... uh, Oh, Sean suggesting that everyone should see uh, Ed's Clyde and uh, ends with uh, Sean going into the back room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first first thing I, I got to point out is, um, you know, we've got a long beat of just like <laughs> just silence in the dark of them just sitting there. Um, and I love that when Sean says you know oh he does he does the amazing like you should do your Clyde he does the amazing this amazing Clyde David's reaction is to just he just kind of like turns away like I don't this is so embarrassing like I don't want to I don't want to be any part of this uh this conversation and I I don't know I guess I've I, I guess I've just never noticed like how against this idea he is yeah. uh Oh, he's against everything. Uh, yeah, he is against everything. But you know, That's it's true. it's weird that like his counterpart, you know, um, Lucy Davis. She's like, she's like about it. She's like, oh, yeah, I see this. <laughs> well, well, she's an acting teacher, so mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, being a drama teacher, she she's like, oh yeah, like he's gonna he's gonna do a, a thing. He's gonna you know perform. Yeah, um, she's kind of she's kind of got that Amy Poehler yes please energy. Yeah, she's just being very supportive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and David is that very like uh, I don't know uh, that guy in that um, cat person short story kind of dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like he's the direct foil for her. Like yeah. he's never he's never down for anything, and she's always down for all the things. <laughs> uh huh. That's how I would be, you know, if, given the situation. Um, I, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, even if I didn't know, I'd be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll take that chance. Let's see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
even even Barbara and Liz aren't that into it. I mean, Bar- Barbara's like kind of got like a half amused look on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, She's probably seen it before. Yeah, she probably has. <laughs> That's probably true. She's uh, like, oh God, Liz, here we go again. Yeah. And you know, I that's the other thing too is like, is this a impression that he, that Ed has only ever does just done for Sean? Like, this is just Sean's impression. I um, was literally, I, I, and, and I made a point to be like, oh, I should remember this for the show. Uh, I, I was quite literally put in in Ed's position last week, or you know, in in my life. Uh, oh. We were we were hanging out, my my group of friends, and a. F- friend a friend from out of town like someone else's friend from out of town uh is is staying with us <clears throat> and two of my really good friends who are roommates have a, a dog named jake uh that that is kind of collectively like our dog it's like where the wild things are we're just these big monsters and he's just like this weird little dotson thing and he just like runs around <laughs> and when we're hanging out <laughs> i have a, i have a voice for the dog. Oh no. That I do. And <laughs> it's just like a bit that we do and they'll like reply to it like as if the dog was speaking. Like it's like it's like a like it's not me. Um and I've been doing this for about a year now. Uh and so this friend is hanging out and someone was like, Oh Nick, you should tell you should do the Jake voice. And I was <laughs> I was I was literally I was offended. I was like, <laughs> what do you like don't you I was like he just told them about Terabithia or something. Like I felt really like betrayed. <laughs> like, You're like, this is only for a small group of us to know that yeah. I do this. So I can really relate to Ed in this moment. <laughs> yeah. I kind of chalked it's, this up to like, he does this when he gets really drunk. So uh-huh. people have seen it a lot and they're just kind of like, please don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. And every which way, but loose. I mean, that, being a movie from the 70s i kind of get the feeling that this is something he's been doing since grade school like to make friends mm-hmm. or something who doesn't do voice acting for their pets <laughs> oh yeah uh, i i don't know but th- but the way that the way that sean is sort of introducing the clyde impression to everyone it seems like they don't know uh that's true and so, and so like that's that's the part that I'm confused about because I because then I just I just wonder like is this it, like your voice for for Jake your dog or the dog um, is this a thing that's just for uh, like just for Sean and like maybe maybe he does it for Pete occasionally or used to do it for Pete maybe it was like yeah, an yeah. old drunk college thing but now like yeah. he's never done it in front of these people before maybe and like i'm 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 imagining them watching this at Sean's house like as kids mm-hmm. like, with, Bar- uh-huh. with barbara like in the other room like making like dinners or like you know watching it with them every which way right. but loose is a movie the whole family could enjoy <laughs> yeah and right. and not not just for you know with nick but like you know we all have that moment where we like have our inside joke amongst our closest friends and it's like Yep, not saying that joke anywhere here in public. Like right. <laughs> we've all been in that situation where it's like, nah, dude, don't you ever put me in that spot. Like just here, I want to talk <laughs> right. to you in private real quick. Don't you ever do that to me again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, because it's that it's that moment where you know that it's because it didn't happen naturally. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, it's inorganic, exactly. Yeah, because it's inorganic, it's not going to play the same way. And then not only is it not going to be funny in the moment, it's not going to be funny when you do it ever again. Yeah, because, totally. Because you'll it, always it, remember that moment where it just bombed with right, the new yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like that scene in that in that really good movie directed by that monster Annie Hall where like you 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 try to recreate those <laughs> spontaneous moments with your old partner with your new partner and it and it falls apart. Mm. Man, I love yeah. that movie, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. <laughs> well, I also like to think about contextually this is not the time nor the place <laughs> right. for them to be doing like like this whole like bar routine <laughs> right. of like no, 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 you should totally do it like you should do it. Oh yeah, we're all gonna die probably, but <laughs> yeah, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's what this because I haven't seen. Obviously, we're we're recording this now, so I haven't heard what this uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday episode. If you guys have already talked about it, but like the whole uh, like the expectations of what this was supposed to be versus the reality of it all is like, and I feel like it's really captured in this shot that we get right in the beginning of this minute, where it's like you know when he's telling the story of, or planning of how this is supposed to go down like oh we're all going to go to the winchester and it's going to be a great time and it's like it's got bright lighting it's got close-up shots it's like really up close and like straightforward and you know they got you know full glasses of beer in their hand like here it's the complete opposite where it's like the shot is very far away so they're very kind of like like uncomfortable positioning um no close-up shots no bright lighting no you know just (laughs) just a mess of like <laughs> bottles everywhere on the table. It's like, it's a complete opposite shot of what mm-hmm. is that famous shot of like, Oh, we'll get a pint and wait for this whole thing to blow over. Like this is like the, like the reality versus expectations. And it's <clears> like, I feel like, like I vibe with that in, in kind of like a personal way. Cause it's like, I feel like that's what everyone's uh, like the way he sees it where it's like, Oh, well, I'll go to Winchester. And it's like, that is, uh, probably 90% of people's expectations for the quote unquote zombie apocalypse when it happens, you know, it's like going to drink until it's over or like, no, that yeah. they're always like, I mean, that's mine. The, the, but. the thing is with Sean is like, <laughs> he, is like the hero of the story thing. Everyone thinks they're going to be the the person who's, who knows how to survive the zombie apocalypse. I hate that thing. I hate that thing more than most where people are like, Oh, I know how to survive and you don't. And trust me when it happens, I know exactly what to do. And it's like, and then you get moments like this where it's like, this is what really would happen. Nothing that you had thought about. You know, it's not going the way you planned. And it's like, I, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also mean, like, th- I think more, not even the zombie apocalypse. This feels like most parties I go to. <laughs> where, <laughs> I'm sorry. Where, 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 where like, you know, like sometimes the group is like, oh, we're going to go out. We're going to have a real night. And it just doesn't work. And I don't know, like that that's kind of the energy I get from this yeah. wide shot of everyone. Is it's I like they're like... in a booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like everybody is um personifying the different like emotion of the person in the group that's at the party that you're at. Yeah, like there's the yeah. two that are actually like, Oh yeah, we're they're the ones who decided this was gonna be a good time. Yes. <laughs> like they're they're like we are having fun. I planned this. We are not going to remember this as like a failure, as a mistake. And then everybody else is just like watching. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, in this scenario, if your mom's not even having fun, you're just not even having fun. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants I mean, to, to be, go home. To be fair to Barbara, she's slowly bleeding out and dying. Um, <laughs> yes. So she's minutes. Pretty- 
she's live. pretty gung ho about this. Like she's in she's in it up until she dies. So <laughs> yeah, right. She doesn't want to be a fuss. <laughs> oh. uh, no, this this moment too, I think, is Sean. You know, he's desperate to keep people like to to make people feel like this was a good idea. So he's like, let's have a good time. Like, do your Clyde impression. Um, Because I I think he's worried about feeling like a failure, you know? Yeah. Like, like it it isn't entirely. uh, It's really interesting that both David and Sean are in a way pretending to be altruistic or pretending to be Mm -hmm. selfless where, you know, for David, of course, it's a bit more mean spirited, but they're, they're both in it for their own egos. Like Sean is just as like I don't I don't I want I like I, I want everyone to keep like we can't have everyone thinking that I'm a I'm a I'm a knobhead again. Yeah, like, I that really sucked. Yeah, I really gotta agree with Nick there. Like it's not more of like oh I I need you to do the you know um dang I forgot the monkey's name Clyde <laughs> but Clyde, Clyde yeah yeah I need you to do that impression not for the sake of like oh making sure everyone else is having a good time but I need you to convince myself that this was a good idea <laughs> and that we are having uh-huh. a good time. Like, I need to know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I, I mean, as, as we've said, like, Ed is Sean's thunder buddy. He's his, his teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everyone look, <laughs> like, sometimes I, I, I hug this thing and it makes me feel better. Maybe if we all do this too. <laughs> Everybody we'll just hug him. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh so yeah then the uh after after ed's line of i'm not a performing monkey um there's actually a little bit cut out of the script uh that i think is really funny but they i i I forget why they said they cut it out um in the uh commentary but they said something about about this and either like it just didn't play as well as they wanted it to or it's like as well as it did in their head when they wrote it uh but there, after he says, I'm not a performing monkey, there's supposed to be a long beat. And Barbara leans forward and looks at Ed's shirt and then just goes, I got wood. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> what? Because that's what is that's what that's what his shirt says. And so she's supposed to like lean forward and read what the shirt says. And then the power comes like everyone's like, uh, and then this power comes on. Like the idea being that like he's wearing kind of an embarrassing shirt to be wearing like around someone's mom. Um, <laughs> okay, I get it now. I just feel yeah. like that was so disjointed that she's really hallucinating now. She's losing too much blood. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, they didn't end up. Uh, if, if they shot that, they they uh, didn't use a take with that in it, um, and instead just cuts right back to the. Or, or, or just uh, skips right over and has the power come on early. Um, but uh, I, I do like this awkward moment of I'm not a performing monkey. And Sean just sort of gets that thing like that look on his face like, oh, no, like this, this, this isn't going well. And then the power comes on and he just immediately uses it as, oh, oh here, here it is. Here's my chance. I can I can fix yeah. this. I can do a thing. Um, and it's. Uh, it's really good. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, it definitely shows like he's like, okay, no, wait, there's still a chance for this to be like a, the best night ever, you know, kind of thing. Like there's still a chance for me <laughs> yeah. to like prove that this was, you know, a good idea and everything and all that. 
Um, I, I think it was a smart decision to stay with the, like this moment here. Cause it's like the, like the pacing of like the power coming back on as soon as, um, Nick Frost kind of like raises his voice. I feel like it's, it's just pretty spot on as far as, you know, editing and, and pacing. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the edits from what I've, from what I've, you know, been privy to on this podcast, uh, it, it seems to me that they've been, uh, jokes being cut at the service of like story and tone right which i, I mean I, I think eight times out of ten will will we'll steer will steer you in the right direction mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but yeah but the, it, it it's interesting though to keep seeing that that pattern every time we do go back to like the screenplay or deleted scenes mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um, the uh uh this whole bit with him talking about you know, oh, the streetlights are on or the power's on. And David's like, no, the power's not on. I checked. And he's like, well, the streetlights are on. So that means the grid works. And that just means that I we need to flip the the fuses uh, and, and we can turn the power on in the Winchester. And just like the way that he's talking really confidently about like the electricity <laughs> and everything, it just reminds you like, oh, right. He worked in an electronics store. Like he yeah, kind of knows what yeah. he's talking about when it comes to stuff <laughs> like this. Cause he basically worked in a radio shack and that's like, that's like 80% of what a radio shack is, is fuses. Um, oh, flipping breakers. That's just it. Turning things on and off again. Oh, yeah. My job, <laughs> well, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's very confident about it. And it made me wonder, I mean, I'm sure we're going to revisit this, uh, this question when we get to the epilogue um, later in the movie, but what, 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 does Sean want to do with his life? Like as a career? Because oh God, zero. Ch- I mean, I bet if you, I bet if you really pinned him against the wall and asked him, he would say that he would still be working at forties. Yeah. I mean, it so you think, in the situation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you think he's, so you think he's still working at forties in the epilogue? I, I, I think he's, Oh, I don't know about that, but I would say in, in a universe where, the where in a universe where the universe doesn't like flick Sean on the nose in this movie like it does, I I would say that he like fully fucking becomes like Dante and Randall in Clerks too, and just oh, just boy. works at works at the Forties until he dies. Oh boy, just yeah. buy, takes over Forty the Forties. Yeah, becomes oh, no. Forty. I am become Forty. <laughs> All he needs is money to go drink pints. Like that's yeah. it. That's yeah. his happiness. Yeah. He's, Remember, we we realized the scary thing is that he has already kind of plateaued in his mind. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, like, what else do I have to do? Like, <laughs> I guess it's I I guess it's possible that um he could have uh taken over for electronics because the people above him, like the owner and the other managers. They Maybe all they all died, yeah, in <laughs> yeah. the zombie apocalypse. So he oh, he's just, now the CEO. Yeah, he oh, just now he knows. Like- well, well, well I, I think it's just a. I think it's just a small business. I don't think it's like a big uh, chain of of places. That's not the vibe I got anyway. But he's like the say king. He skyrocketed. Yeah. Skyrocketed right up of like, oh hey, everyone else is dead. You own this now. Good luck. Yeah. Oh great. <laughs> Didn't. Uh, didn't you guys talk about like how maybe his his plateaued kind of uh, 
behavior and like his kind of outlook is almost the reason that he lives on kind of thing. Like in a strange way, it's, it is his hero quality. He has nothing to live for. So he lives. Kind of. Is that what this is? I, I don't know. I've, I've yeah, yeah. I, heard... I mean, that, that that's that's I... definitely a, a, a big point that we keep coming back to is that, you know, the world that Sean went to bed in, he was a loser, but he woke up in a world where now different things are valued and he's suddenly above average. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, a cockroach living through a nuclear bomb. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, and he he's that cockroach. That's so weird. <laughs> There, there is, and there a little moment when he's like kind of being like, "It's not that difficult, David." And he does that little tie thing. That yeah. was a very, uh, that was a very tramp moment that we were talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have such a problem with David because it's like, I get that you want the upper hand in this situation, you know, whenever you can get it. But let's be real, man. Those lights came on. You can't deny anything about the power being back on. He's just gonna sneak back there with clippers and like just clip everything. You're like, I was right. <laughs> I like if, yeah. like, and the lights come on, they're pretty bright when they come back on. It almost looks like some lights within the pub came on. It's so bright. And, you know, if, if I saw any lights come back on during, if, like, let's say I was going through a hurricane, which we went through, like, a couple months ago or whatever, and it's like, if I saw just one light bulb come on, I'd be like, that oh, power's back on. Like, we're, we're good. Like, I believe it. Like, there's no denying it. <laughs> well, and, and the, the thing that David says... Which is, uh, you know, like Sean, Sean's suggestion is like, oh, yeah, I'll flip all the breakers and we'll get, you know, the TV turned on and everything. And then David says, interrupts Liz and says, yeah, we don't we, you don't want to do that because we don't want to, you know, cause any more, you know, bring any attention to ourselves than we already have, which he is quoting what Liz said to him earlier. Only yes. now he's taking credit for it, which is. So just, oh, so so and, skeevy. And <laughs> the so, most like, annoying you, quality. <laughs> yeah, so human. Like I think we've all done that at least once, or like even like subconsciously. Like oh, I totally just stole that. Like I don't know. Dylan Moran is just in this movie. He's just the worst part. It's like Michael Scott, but he's the worst parts of all of us. And there's a uh, there there's a, a a screenwriting podcast I listen to, and this particular one is uh, about TV writers and. Uh, they, they, they put a a panel of TV writers together and they just talk about things. And one of the things that they talked about after the Harvey Weinstein stuff happened, um, was about sort of like gender, like inequality and things, um, in writer's rooms on TV shows. And, uh, one of the things that the women all said, all 100% happens is that they will pitch an idea It'll be ignored, and then a half hour later, a man will pitch the same idea, and it'll go up on the board. Ew, uh, I hate it. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's and and that's what this reminds me of. Is like when this happened, I was like, oh, that reminds me of that thing from from the right. podcast. Uh, he 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 absorbed the information from Liz, kicked out the part where it was Liz who told him that, and yeah. then didn't l- actually learn from the the information. But is now just using it to like attack Sean. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like most of today's political climate. <laughs> yep. It sure does. Yeah. Um, yeah just- I, in fact, I, I think, I, Nick, I think you're giving him too much credit. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, That's true. Well, well, that is the, that is the inherent uh, 
difference between you and I as humans is that I will always err towards ignorance, but you have that that kind of like no, they know they know exactly what the, the yeah. Thing well, that happens again and again with us <laughs> because David glances back at Liz when oh, he says right. it. Yeah, yeah. He looks at her, looks at her like, oh yeah. Liz, well, I'm not going to say that Liz said this, but I'm I, I'm just going to look at her and then I'm going to repeat what she said. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it's fear. It's nervous. It, it, it's the knowledge that he he knows that he's actually like a paper man almost. Like, yeah. That's he's his terrible. His entire character is just a paper man mm-hmm. trying yeah. to be a pompous guy. Mm-hmm. Paper and man, David. A, a rubber man. And then a rubber man. A rubber man, man yeah. filled with meats. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> it's true. We'll talk about um, what that what that is. What um, that usually is. Oh, good old not Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> I think that's. I mean, that's pretty much all I got. We go, uh, David, or, or you know, he tries to. David tries to continue to come up with another argument, but he doesn't have. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not convinced. David knew what he was about to say. Like I think he was just going to try and start talking and hope something came came out. But yeah. Um. Sean shut him down. But uh, when when he goes in the back, we get um, the glimpse of uh, John's office. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, mm-hmm. owner of the Winchester. I got a very like Resident Evil, like the original game kind of vibe from like kind of like the angle and then just the oh, the, the awkward yeah, the, just trying the, to the opening of the door was just like very like video game character program yeah. open door. Also, locked. also when I when I think of original Resident Evil, I think of like browns, mm-hmm. like really dark browns, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the color scheme in, in that minute in that final frame that i mean that could entirely be what's happened like he could be kind of you know replaying that movement of trying to open an unlock or a locked door in a resident that's true yeah if if there was a filmmaker who would be doing that it it would be edgar wright yeah Yeah, well and and simon pegg um as just like just as like an action uh you know like oh i'll 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 try to open the door like this like in resident evil um (laughs) Yeah, no, I could totally see that. Uh, it's one of those should, weird doors with the knob at the top of the door instead of the middle of the door. Um, unless it's like doors. on a, I always thought it was like on a raised step, like it was like a there was a step there, and it Mm-mm. was. Is it a no, half door? No, no, it's not. It's it's a ra- it's a raised uh, door doorknob because you can see on the door you can see like the wood pattern or whatever, like yeah. the. Yeah, like it's it's just up at the top of the door um, instead of where the knob is supposed to be. It's like uh, it's like the average height of a human is like taller than. But wait, it's a giant door. You're telling yeah. me the like I I understand like the the kind of perpendicular line of the door, but that's like chest level. That's pretty right. high up. Yeah, well, John's a big guy. Those are though no no guys. I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is like this is a very particular type of door. I'm I'm just saying that this is. I'm not. I'm not saying like this isn't a weird. It's a weird door, but there are doors that are like this. Like this. How is many a thing. doors have you opened that are like this? Not many. Okay. Just Listen, like just. I just watched like a few, Rick and Morty. I know all about doors. <laughs> okay. Um, it might. It might even be like a like an old old timey like even like pre colonial kind of door. Um, which this being in England would be uh, possible to be pre-colonial. So well, especially for we a know. pub. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, 
place is ancient. Yeah. Macbeth could have walked through there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging that Sailor Jerry poster back there, though. Yeah? I, I just like that. I'm not really a huge fan of Sailor Jerry, but just the design of that one specifically. Mm. I, With I the Chiquita Banana Lady? The Chiquita. Hey, man. I, Carmen Ch- Miranda? Chiquita Banana's yeah. in my blood. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, let's let uh, Mark and Johnny plug their shows. I guess I, I co-host Austin Powers Minute. Um, it's where we go through the Austin Powers movies one minute at a time, kind of like this. Um, and we do have guests as well, a revolving door of guests, I guess. What? I don't know. I, I've never plugged the show before, so this is fun. Um, (laughs) tell them where they can find you oh uh you can find us at austin powers men on twitter Um, pretty sure on all social media yeah facebook too yeah it's i i am surprised by that show to be honest it's actually really really good yeah you're you're shocked that it's great great i knew i knew it was gonna be silly i just didn't know it was gonna be uh just that good it's fun it's good i enjoy listening to it um uh, listeners can also find me at uh, I guess it on that show Austin Powers Minute and then I, uh, I co-host two shows one is DC Cinematic Minute we're currently going through the film Dawn of Justice but we've done Man of Steel and in the future we'll be doing Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman Justice League all that and you can find us at DCEU Minute on all social media and you can also find me on Tarantino Minute on all social media at Tarantino Min and we're currently covering Pulp Fiction and uh, Tarantino Minute's actually on Spotify now, so you can check that out, too. Um, and that's it. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a whole uh, network of shows now, kind of like Dueling Genre, right? Yeah, I like Dueling Genre, just not as big. <laughs> yeah. Well, not yet. <laughs> Strike a deal and, uh, we'll, we'll, and, <laughs> and see if you want to do a conglomerate or something. <laughs> And, uh, and speaking of big, guys, uh, something is brewing over at moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, seems like every time we, uh, we mention the website, there's like a new podcast out. And uh, the newest addition to the family is a little podcast called Point Break Minute. Mm. Uh, and we're all very excited to see that uh, American classic given the Movies by Minute treatment. And we wish those hosts uh, the best of luck. Yeah. Well, we're going to be uh, guesting on that show uh, before that movie is uh, finished. I think. Oh, we're, I can't imagine why. I think. Yeah, I think we're. <laughs> I think we're guesting on a very uh, particular uh, minute uh, in which uh, people uh, shoot up in the air and go ah. Um, <laughs> show so. Spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, but in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. Bye 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 bye.